Welcome back to another season of the UK Virtual School Podcast with me, Sid, the founder of the first online school that dares to be different. If you've heard season one, you'll know that this podcast is for families who home educate and for those looking for an alternative to the current educational system. Now, if you did miss season one, I highly recommend that you go back and have a sneak peek because there are some real gems from that season. I discussed my journey through education in episode one. Episode six is super popular and useful if you're looking at GCSE exams. I even interviewed the teacher that lives in a van in episode number eight. In this season, season two, we've got some brand new interviews with teachers, students and parents from UK Virtual School. UK Virtual School is now in its second year. Join us on a movement to disrupt education as we continue to create an innovative, inclusive and fulfilling alternative for the children who will become the change makers and leaders of tomorrow. Welcome back guys to another amazing season of the UK Virtual School podcast. So today we're going to be looking at the day-to-day life as a student. So you've often wondered, and I'm sure many people have wondered, what it's like to be a student at UK Virtual School or any online school for that matter. It's very different from a traditional school where you physically go into a school building and you have lessons with people. So how is it different? And what are the experiences like for students who come to us? So today we have got with us Rafe. Rafe has been a student with us since last September. So it's he has been with us for a full year now and this is his second year. So Rafe started in year seven and he joined the interactive classes doing maths, science and English with us. And this year he's also doing some new subjects like worldviews and Arabic. So do you want to tell me a little bit about you, Rafe? My name is Rafe and I'm from UK Virtual School. I'm year nine and I like video games. I like creating stuff like with art. I like origami and I like playing video games. And were you home educating before you came to us or was this your first experience home educating? It was my first ever experience at a virtual school. So you went to normal school until year six, right? You went to a, um, a state school. Yeah, I used to go to like a mainstream school. It was known for like its awards and stuff and it was very clean cut. So that was your primary school. So you went to primary school until the end of year six, is that right? Yeah. And how did you find school? It was very boring really I didn't have it much fun I usually just did my stuff and went home I didn't really get into the community side of things didn't really participate in anything extra I just went home and how did you find lessons and work there while you were still at school well for the first few years it was kind of easy since it's just always easy when you're in the first years you don't have to do much all you need to do just not get in trouble and you're good and then for like year four to year six that's when it really started to just like take a different turn it was very stressful and the teachers were just really really rude no offense to my school but they showed me that you can't really do anything except for doing your work and leaving sure you can go into their counseling and you do anything but it's rigged from the start really since the popular kid wins okay so what was your first experience at uk virtual school then for me i was very shy at first since i didn't know what to do i was just you know, still bamboozled that a UK virtual school can actually exist. 
Because you didn't have any experience of online learning before, right? The only experience I probably had was just some YouTubers entering into like random Zoom calls. So you started with us in year seven and you joined us right at the beginning of year seven back in September. Do you remember your teachers and what you first thought of online classes? So for my teachers, they were actually very nice, even though I was very rude to them. Uh, I wasn't in the rude sense of just plain rude. I was just in the rude sense of wanting to stick to myself. And they were very nice. They were very open to discuss things with me. And I really started to like all my teachers after like the first few weeks because then I got into like the topics. I was very active. I wouldn't say that you were rude. I think you like to have a little bit of fun with the teachers. You like to kind of press a few buttons and see how far you can take them, right? And you would test the boundaries and you like to distract as well. I've noticed that, right, Rafe? Yes, I very like to distract myself from things. And I still do this now and then, but it's never in lessons. It's always usually when I have to do something that I don't like. So we've seen a huge, like a big, massive change in you from year seven, because we don't do year eight, right? So you've gone from year seven to now starting in year nine with us. And there's been a huge change in you. All the teachers are very impressed with the Rafe that started with us this year. So what's happened? What's made that big change happen? It was just my health alone because I got into like eating healthy and started to do better. I used to go outside more and just start to bear myself overall. Over oh, the summer? Is that what you did over the summer? Yeah, just really just had fun with life and, you know, not take it as one big joke. And so are you a little bit more serious with your work this year? I wouldn't say serious. I mean more normal with my work because I used to take my work as a joke. I used to like wait till the very last second and then do it. How is it different this year? How are you doing things this year then? I usually get a two to three day period where the teacher gives me out and then I decide to do it. And then you get it done and over with then so you're prepared for the lesson. And we've noticed that in lesson you're a lot more focused and that you are asking some brilliant questions because I was covering the lesson last week and you asked some brilliant questions in that. It's a theme that I've heard from all the other teachers as well. So what really has changed, Rafe? Why have you decided to now be a lot more focused and be more serious with work? Because it's been like a full year for me to do it. And towards the end of the year, I think I could have seen the change from me because it was the beginning of summer. I just had a great mood overall. But I don't know what clicked in me. At the end of the day, the only thing I can say really is that I just had a fun time at summer and took life way more, you know, fun. Okay, so you loved the summer break. It gave you a little change and a little break and I think you've also matured a lot in that time I'm sure that the consistency that you had with the teachers last year that them being consistently good to you and being patient and trying to get you to work and getting you to see the value in work has now paid off right yeah because now I'm way more active in class I think it was also mainly to do with that now that you bring the idea up because my teachers always used to give me this consistent good feedback with everything because they always loved you they always loved your personality they always loved the fact that you were Rafe and you were different and you were unapologetically Rafe, right? Like you are who you are. But what you've done this year is you've just taken your personality and you've just brought, you still bring it to your class because you are still active and you are still talking to the teachers, but you're just a little bit more focused. And that little focus now, instead of talking about random stuff that you've come across or you did at home or anything else, you're talking now about the work and you're actually coming in prepared about the work. So you're able to ask some really good questions 
questions. And just that little difference has made, had a huge impact on your work overall. And you're a lot more focused, you're able to answer questions and everything's falling into place this year, isn't it? I think it's very, um, you know, like building blocks. Like it was just all falling in place very nice and neatly. Now is probably the better time for things to fall into place because you're at the beginning of your GCSE course. So how does it feel skipping year eight because you technically you should be in year eight now right but we've skipped year eight so how does it feel skipping that and starting in year nine and on a three-year GCSE course it was very sudden all of a sudden because I just finished year seven so I was like in the baby years of like my secondary so I just jumped from a kid to a fully grown adult well not fully grown but I'd say adult in the spectrum of learning and do you think that transition of knowing that now you're actually doing the scary stuff <laughs> I say scary stuff you know what I mean right you're actually doing work that's going to affect your future in a way where you'll have to have your GCSE grades on your CV and things like that. Do you think that shift from year seven to year nine has been good because it's helped you mature quicker? I've always seen it as a good thing since we already did year seven and did year eight at the same time, but like a bit of year eight at the end. But now with year nine, you have more of a better curriculum than year seven because year seven was just like a back half year. You could just lay back, you can chill. You have to still do work, but it still wouldn't be as, you know, bad as it, it wouldn't be still as more learning as what we do now in year nine. Don't get me wrong, it isn't that much, but it's way more significant than year seven. Yeah, it is. If you're going to not take a year seriously, year seven's a year to not take seriously. So you've done it the right way around. Because a lot of students will take year seven so seriously. And by the time they start their GCSEs, that's when they start laying back because they're like, oh, we've done all the hard work now. The hard work starts in year nine, year 10 and year 11, right? That's when the hard work starts. And learning should be fun. So did you feel that last year was fun for you as a student? Fun for me as a student, yes, since I get to always, you know, be me, but with a bit, bit of more annoyingness. I would say, but then when I have to switch to year nine, I think some brain light switch in my brain just went boom and just made me like this now. I wouldn't say you were annoying last year. Well, for me it was. You were annoying to yourself. Yeah, because I used to annoy myself all the time. I was like, why do you do this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> um, maybe you just enjoyed having a little bit of fun, right? But I think you've got a very kind of extrovert personality. Uh, you like to get along with people. You like to get along with the other kids. And it wasn't that you were nasty or or anything like that. It was just that you, you were just a little bit more open and uh, um, a bit like out there, right? And not everyone kind of expects it. And I think this year it's a lot more now focused on the work. How has Worldviews been, first of all? Because you've taken on two new subjects this year. So Worldviews and Arabic. So let's start off with Worldviews. Do you want to tell the listeners what Worldviews is, first of all, before you go into details? I think Miss Sid can see my face and she's like, I've got good things to say very much. You can't see it, but I am very excited to talk about Worldviews. First of all, the teacher. The teacher is the nicest of all time. I've not got, I've got nothing but good things to say about her. Miss Eloise, right? She's had this bubbly personality with learning and stuff like Hannah, but she has the extra curiosity that Worldviews needs. With chemistry and biology that Mitch Hannah's teaches, it's way more academically, but she still has the personality that chemistry and biology bring to the table. But with Eloise, 
world views is just pure curiosity and she has that type of personality that's what i like about this school they have teachers that correspond their personality traits so with the uh, with world views can you tell the listeners what it involves first of all because this is a new subject that we're offering so the listeners might not know what world views is so just give them a little overview and then tell them the topic that you did in september so the overview is that world views is where you learn about a certain country and you learn all about it the people the animals the landscape everything that you know majorly is discussed with the country and even their history some of their history so it's history and geography just combined with each other and cultural studies and rs where it's applicable but i think with with south africa was a country that you were doing there was so much to cover with that right so it probably feels like you've just touched the surface and you could probably go into a lot more detail and do more project work so how has that been because it's a first month and I haven't specifically asked for feedback over worldviews, but for you who's done it, how have you found it? Oh, I find worldviews very entertaining since that they still have the, you know, business side of things, you know, the more high-end stuff that we see in America, England, the more factory type of stuff, you know, the more building up towards something better. You know, like their factories, their cities. In South you Africa, know. you mean? Yeah, in South Africa. Well, they also keep to their traditions and they have weight. Then they have like this cool art thing where they just draw in like symbols. And we got to see like a woman who did it and she like, she works for like BMW and makes some of the cars. Oh, and she's South African. Yes. Oh, that sounds cool. And what was the most exciting thing that you learned? Because I know you looked at the animals, you looked at the landscape, you looked at the climate. Did you look at the food as well? Yeah. And instruments, yeah? Yeah, so cool. You also touched on Nelson Mandela. Because, like, my previous school did, like, Nelson Mandela's, like, this bigger thing. It was named after it, by, but it was, like, named after it had something to do with it, right? And we just studied him, like, all day. And it was just really annoying. But now it actually can be used in something that's great. How did you find the discussions around worldviews? Because worldviews is meant to be a project-based course, right? So you're working on building lots of knowledge and create a project. Do you find that you get a chance to discuss ideas and ask questions and work with the other students in the group? How have you found that? For me, it's been very exciting since the students are very nice. They're a bit shy, but just like me, but they were very new to it. And they were like, just like me when I started, but then they've like slowly, they've gone faster than me they've made more progress than me and some of them have very rich cultural backgrounds so it was nice to learn all about them that's nice and you made huge progress as well Rafe I don't I don't think you need to pull yourself down because you've done amazing as well so in terms of now let's talk about Arabic because you've taken on Arabic as um, a language with us so we're offering currently Spanish French and Arabic and you've picked Arabic how are you finding that well I'm finding Arabic very hard at the moment since people see me as a Muslim so they think that when I thought Arabic's going to be easy no it's probably it's way it's very hard for me to like do Arabic especially since I have like this high standard of you know learning it and how do you find our um the new teacher because we've got Hassan who teaches Arabic, how is his style of teaching? He's very, um, you know, uptight with his work. What do you mean by uptight? Like he just likes to do in like this sort of fashion. Oh, like a clear, concise fashion. Yeah. I love your choice of words. It's like they, they're not the usual definitions that I would use. <laughs> so in terms of your subjects that you're currently doing, you're doing worldviews, Arabic, maths, English, 
physics, biology, chemistry. What's your favourite subject? What are we talking about based on how much I love it or based on the teachers? Or is it all combined? Oh, well, if you've got different favourite subjects based on the teachers and based on uh, the content, then let me know which one's which. Based on teachers, Miss Eloise just carries it, really, since Worldviews is already good since they are extra curiosity, but this teacher just makes it ten times better. <laughs> we will pass on that feedback. I'm sure she'll love to hear it. And what about in terms of the actual content? Well, for me, it's maths. I've always been like somebody that loves maths and that just puts his hand up right away. And who teaches you maths at the moment? With Mr. Aaron, which is my, um, he's one of also my favourite teachers. I don't want to say it in like order, but because, <laughs> you know, I don't want to start drama. But um, Aaron is the one that you actually interviewed as well, right? Yeah, I know. That's why I picked him. I knew that he was like, he had nice intentions. He was shy at first. I think I just had like this in the back of my mind that it would be like he would be shy since he's new to the school. So we tend to get the kids involved in interview processes. Rafe opted to be involved when we were interviewing for a new maths and physics teacher. So Rafe was involved in actually being part of the interview process for Aaron and the students get a final say on whether we keep a particular teacher. Uh, So how did that feel for you to be involved in that process? Okay, this hasn't to do anything with how Aaron works because I would have automatically picked him a 10 out of 10 but with other teachers say you know a different teacher comes in with not so good of a personality wasn't good I'd still give him a 10 because you know I wouldn't I wouldn't I would make it so that I'm giving him a pity 10 because I don't want to ruin somebody's like job interview over some kid no but we take your feedback on board because it wasn't I don't think you rated him I think you gave me feedback you I remember you rating the school at the time so remember we talked about Aaron because after the interview we I have a conversation with the kids and I get them to give me their feedback and I'm pretty sure your feedback was about his personality the way he taught and what you thought whether he fit in well with UK virtual school and you thought he did but the rating you gave wasn't to do with Aaron it was to do with the school do you remember I don't remember much I remember because I asked you so what do you think of the school out of 10 and you said 9 out of 10 and then I said Rafe so where can we improve where's that 1 out of 10 what can we do to improve it and then I remember you pausing and, and taking a couple of minutes just to think and then you kind of said actually I can't think of any improvement so I think it's the first time ever I'm going to give someone a 10 out of 10. Do you remember that? I maybe hintily remember me just eating Skittles while thinking. <laughs> just vaguely you remember. That was Aaron. For physics, you have Ant. Yes. How do you find Ant? Because Ant's style is completely different, right? Well, they're very similar in their ways, but I think Ant's more very serious. Well, your 70 was serious. You and I just turned around and was more comedic. That's interesting. I think he's always had that element of being funny. But a lot of students love Ant's way of delivery and the way he talks and the way he delivers his sessions because I think it was one of the other parents mentioned in the podcast that she really loved Ant and then you've got Hannah for chemistry and biology the teacher who lives in a van oh that was so cool I watch you guys podcast this is just gonna be 90% of me fangirling over you guys (laughs) so you've listened to hannah's podcast right yes it was so cool of how you got on with each other i like the part where she said 
all about her van and how they want just a hundred thousand kilometers to each other. If you're watching this podcast right now and you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really good. And I think you've been checking out a lot of the podcasts. You've seen um, Hopes as well, and you've seen some of the earlier ones as well. So what is your kind of overall experience at UK Virtual School? If someone is being home educated and they're considering to come to UK Virtual School, what would you say to them? Well, what I'd say is, if I wanted to give you this one little advice for just like going with anything to do with schools, even if it's this school, right? If you want one like clear cut advice, it would be just look on like the website, just see what they've got to offer. You know, I think um, Miss Sid, if you can, like make like this little overview of like UK virtual school with their topics, whatever they can. Have you seen our website recently, Rafe? Um, yeah, it just went like a full 360 because I remember it used to be very bland with no actual characteristics, but now they released a new book, he made a new journal and it was pretty cool. And they had like this new decoration font. Yeah, do you, do you like the uh, the new look of the website then? Yeah, it's a yellow and blue font with like a lot of colour in it. Before it used to be black and grey with no colour. Now it's very bubbly. It is. Do you think it represents UK Virtual School well? In very good ways because the blue represents its chillness and then the yellow represents it academically. Because I remember we had lots of feedback over the old site that it was very cold. It didn't really represent us that well. But I think the new ones with the characters as well that Sherry has done, it looks really, really good now, right? And I think you look really excited by it as well. So there's loads of stuff on the website at the moment. You probably haven't looked at all the pages yet because we've done lots of stuff on core values as well. So you've done the very first community day this month as well. That's something new that we've implemented. What was your experience and how did you find the assembly and the coaching session? How was that? So for let's start off with the assembly day. So the assembly day was just a lot of fun and just a lot of suggestions. People were just throwing out all their ideas. I was just rooting for debating like it's mom almost. So you really want to have debating club at UK Virtual School, right? Yeah, and I think it'll most likely be added. But I feel bad for people about art, right? Because I have a bit of sympathy for them since they didn't get really much votes. And there are some people who really like art, I know in the school, but didn't come to the assembly that I really do want to. So I think what I wanted was that I wanted like every like week or so we'd like do like where we try out different subjects and we'd see which one people like and we'd like put this on like a voting of what you'd want that's a really good idea i think this is what we did last year with social clubs that we had loads of different clubs being offered and people came and dropped in and dropped out to just see which one they wanted to do and then we offered those ones long term so i think that might be a good thing to offer again this year and, and debating clubs seem to get a lot of votes but so did baking the idea of a uh, doing a bake-off session where you have a theme for the assembly and you do some baking the night before or in the morning if you're an early bird and then you bring your baked goodies to show us on camera that would make us hungry right (laughs) i'd want this to happen so bad because now i have the idea of just making like a unicorn theme or like a summertime thing with barbecues and now i'm just remembering this that now baking right everybody was just shooting their hands up for baking because i think everybody likes to you know experiment with stuff especially if it tastes good (laughs) yeah we had that what about your first coaching session so that's something new that we're offering this year can you explain to the listeners what coaching tutorials are and how you found your first one 
I might diss the coaching session. For me, I didn't find it pretty good. I don't know for me, but it was basically just generic stuff. Like, I knew all most of it, and then I just now only known about growth mindset and now fixed mindset, which you should really look up on because it's pretty good, and it has all of this scientific backup towards it. If you want to check it out, check it out. There should be like a YouTube video that probably has show up. But anyways, I didn't like coaching since I know most of it. So for me, it wasn't good because I won't probably do it ever again. But I gave it a shot and I can safely say that me personally, I didn't like it. But I know a ton of other kids that would definitely like it. They don't have as much confidence as me. But the coaching sessions that we're going to be running over the whole year, they're going to focus on different topics each month. So this month, we looked at growth mindset. Next month, we're going to be looking at organization and study skills, which I think is going to be a hot topic, especially if you're doing year 9, year 10, year 11, because this is stuff that you guys need to really get good on. Um, but it's going to also be useful for you, for primary kids, learning research skills and learning how to do this kind of stuff. We've got tutorials which are live with our students but we have a worksheet and a video which is accessible to anyone on our website and you can go to our website go on the resources section and coaching tutorials and you've got the video the youtube videos embedded in there and you you can also download the worksheet so you can do some of this stuff without even being enrolled with us so that's something new that we've offered this year and then we had the parents meeting, um, which you also came to with your dad. But that was really exciting. What is a typical day like for you at UK Virtual School? So like, what kind of time do you wake up in the morning? What do you do next? Um, how is it? When do you do your lessons? And how do you fit your homework in? Do you do any studying around that? Like, what does a typical day look like for you? Well, for me, I usually wake up pretty late. Well, I usually wake up at around 7.30 to 8 o'clock. I think that's pretty late for me, at least, because I used to wake up at about 7 o'clock to 6.45. I either wake up at 7.30 to 8, and then I usually just start my morning off by either just, like, brushing my teeth, washing my face, and then I eat breakfast. I don't spare it very generic, but then I just run a bit. Like, I just, you know, do my daily exercise, which is just running for a 1,000 steps while listening to some podcasts or some music. After that, I usually, either if it's shower days and I'll shower and then I'll go onto my computer and then I'll log into zoom and then if I need homework then I'll just do it quickly and I just enter in zoom and then I just look up the code and then I just type it in okay and then your lessons are they scattered throughout the entire day yeah so Monday we've got biology and then maths so we get like a little break after biology and then we get into maths. Usually when I get these like half an hour breaks, I usually just wait for the other, you know, thing. Because it's not like much time. For me, it isn't since I usually do a lot of long projects. I just go on my phone if I want to, you know, play some games, play like a little one game or two. And then I wait till about 15 minutes go by and then I'll just enter in the code and just be safe for now. Then I join mats and then I usually just do that. Lunchtime is where 99% of the time I forget to make my own lunch. Then it's like too late and then I just can't do anything about it. And then I, and it's really annoying and I need to start to like make, I need to start getting this on time and instead of just goofing off doing whatever. Anyways, I digress. Then we get into um, mats again. 
and I do that, or if it's any less than usually, it's kind of like this, except for Thursdays and Fridays, since we have a little bit of a break. And then after that, we have one last break, which I still do the same thing, but I go inside and then worldviews, finished off worldviews, and end off my day like that. Brilliant. So that is your typical day at UK Virtual School. Um, so do you like your timetable? Or did you prefer like the having a full day from 9 till 3 p.m.? Me, I like this timetable way better. It is a lot more time. Even if it is, even if I can't skip a day, it's still pretty nice having like this strict timetable that's really consistent in the way it acts. Do you like the three weeks on and the one week off? Um, obviously I do. I mean, <laughs> I really like having a one week off and we are currently in the week off. Tell the listeners the exciting stuff that we talked about during assembly. Or should we keep that a secret for now? Hmm, my brain's thinking. Well, I'll give you a little detail of what the assembly looks like. Assemblies are always starting at 9.30, so when typical lesson starts, it doesn't feel like it's an academic lesson. It feels very... All of us are just giving our ideas. It's just feeling like it's an optional meeting. They don't put much pressure on us on the assembly day. It's just really fun vibes, you know, just chilling out with uh, Miss Sid, talking about ideas, what we wanted school, and it was just very good vibes overall. And so I was referring to specifically, like we talked about the youth council, we talked about all of these exciting things that were going to be coming up, right? So do you want to tell them a little bit about the Youth Council and the ideas that we had? Well, I'm striving for it very now now because I really like how children can now take charge and have their own saying things. And I especially like it now, now that we can actually make our own ideas come to reality instead of giving them to a teacher. I really like the school first of all because of how much it like takes kids like word with other schools they do make it apparent but they just sell it over a bit too much like they make it all about like oh we always take children's advice and then they never do in the end they just push it off they make like this little council group that's just a full of just a bunch of you know people that just got voted in because either they are pretty good at stuff or they just you know rigged it because our school was very bad at the moment so do you feel like we actually listen to you guys yes do you like the fact that adults listen very because i give my own ideas a lot 10 times out of the 10 if i really like something i'll give you an idea and if it goes through i'm very happy if i doesn't and they just push push it off to the side i'm more inclined to leave because i'm not being a part of something that i really like and then i think we've got a fair voting system where people can take part and I I know you mentioned earlier that the art one didn't get as many votes but we're hoping to send it out to also all the students that didn't come to the assembly so they have a chance to vote too and let us know what they think so in future what other things do you think we should be offering at UK virtual school what I wanted was like clubs which we are going to add and then what I really want was us to go more mainstream but this will come over time and they mentioned it in the podcast and if you really want more information about where UK Virtual School will be heading to, I recommend checking out Hannah and Mrs. Sid's podcast because it was very detailed of what they wanted to do. They talked about how they wanted to go to different countries once every year or two, and it was just pretty good. They gave us more detail than what I'm about to say. I wanted to make, like, you know, UK Virtual School more mainstream than it already is. So What do I- you mean by mainstream? You know how they're like little competitions where kids go to like debating like competitions or art competitions or like, you know, just advertising way more around. 
And I wish that there would like be this little team of marketers that we would make in the council that say, oh yes, there's a little meeting right there. There's like a little competition right there. Could you book us in, please? Yeah, we were talking about this, right? Having a, a team, uh, basically a communications team within the youth council where they can look out for things like this. And if they want to be involved, then we can support them in being involved in competitions and getting kids together and things like that. I think that would be pretty cool, having a UK virtual school debating team, uh, uh, like a science fair team and get being involved virtually i really want to see a art team with uk virtual school i'd really want to see it very much as much as i wanted to be with debating or even baking i just love to see like come little kids just trying to break off so i think all of these things are going to come because it's not just about the academics it's about having fun learning as well building a community and a family so rave for you does this feel like a family to you i will say this right now it does feel like a family but i wouldn't put it in like that with family you always get to see them with with the uk virtual school there's one big floor in it there's no way to like make an official play it like you know there's a message box in the website but it doesn't usually work and i don't blame the uk virtual school for this it's just how like the website was made like we said in like this oh no we get your messages rafe sometimes the notifications won't go through so it'll take a lot like for the temporary they put like this like thing where you can go on facebook messenger and it takes it's way easier Okay, brilliant. That has been a really nice overview of UK Virtual School from the perspective of a student and a very different perspective because I think Hope was talking about from a primary school perspective and she's very, very shy and for her to adapt at UK Virtual School. Rafe is a little bit older, has a very different personality to Hope and it gives a different overview of how it's like for different students. Um, So thank you so much, Ray, for taking part. Hopefully this has given people an insight. And if you want to reach out to us and become enrolled at UK Virtual School, then go to our website where you'll be able to find all the information there. The coaching tutorial information is underneath the resources tab. And if you go to the timetable section, you can see our prices and our timetables for this year. And I'm sure we're going to be adding other things, other subjects, other clubs and other things to our schedule as we go on Um, but it's very exciting and it's so exciting when we see students progress and do so well when they've been with us consistently and and that personality that came with us has is now growing and maturing and seeing them do really well is always exciting to see so Rafe thank you so much for coming in today have you enjoyed it yes I really enjoyed like the atmosphere and that you know the vibe we created today Thank you for listening in to the UK Virtual School podcast. We hope you took lots of value from this podcast. And if you did, please remember to like and subscribe and to share what you've learned with other families. Now, if you want to find out more about UK Virtual School, go to our website, ukvirtualschool.co.uk. Or you can join our page or Facebook group, UK Virtual School. We hope that your home education journey is an exciting one. And if you're right at the beginning of starting out, do reach out to us and ask us for support. If you're considering joining us, why not book a Zoom meeting with me so we can explore and discuss options for your family. I'm Sid, you've been listening into the UK Virtual School podcast and I'll see you next time.